Weekly Loss Podcast, episode number 174. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No. Reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop, do you hear that? Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I am very excited about this week's show, Stephanie, because we are, of course, going to finish bringing some news items that we didn't get to in episode number 173, which we did last week. And not only that, but there are some other news items that are out there. And then we've got some great listener feedback for the for the show. We have a re-energized audience and community that is just really coming alive in our forum. We're going to talk about some of the feedback that they've given there. And of course, we have some exciting news specifically for the Weekly Lost podcast as far as some, uh, well, we'll get to there in a little bit. And just lots of great stuff. But first, we're going to start with Lost in the News. Lost in the News. All right, Stephanie, last week I had mentioned that we had a article that was emailed to us, a scanned article from the UK. In fact, this comes from Rita V. And she writes, hey, Cliff and Stephanie, as I was writing the tube... I love that they ride the tube. Anyway, as she was riding the tube today, she says, I was reading the Metro, which is the London's underground free newspaper. I found an interesting interview with Evangeline Lilly. I immediately thought of you, even though I know you don't like to read emails, but I'm sure that you can make an exception to this. If it means learning Eve was once a grease monkey. Quite fascinating. Cheers from UK, Rita. First of all, I just want to say that uh, things have changed here. We do like getting your emails now. So, of course, what we'll do is we'll end up posting it into the forum so that other people can read it and respond to it as well. But anyway, feel free to email us. Stephanie, this is awesome. Not only did she find this article about Evangeline Lilly in the Metro UK newspaper, but she also scanned it for us. She did. And we're going to go through and read the article real quickly and... Uh, discuss kind of the things that we're learning from it. It's it's unlike any other Eve interview that I've seen done with Evangeline Lilly. I've seen pretty much all of her television appearances and heard some radio appearances, but I've not heard some of the information I read in this article. Okay. So I want to first say thank you, Rita, for sending this in. It's awesome. And Stephanie, will you read just the opening headline there of the article? Sure. Actress a- Evangeline Lilly. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's called a 60-second interview. Okay. Actress Evangeline Lilly, 28, is best known for playing Kate... It's Austin, right? Yes. Um, in, cult TV, in cult TV show Lost, uh, which is filmed in Hawaii. An ex-model and air hostess, she has had an on-off romance with co-star Dominic Monaghan and earns more than 40,000 euros per episode. All right. She's the new face of Cool Water for Women and 
a new ad, um, see, and a new ad campaign launches this week. Very Sorry. cool. So here is a couple of the questions or or titles that they talked about, some topics that they talked about, and the very quick responses. So I'll start off with the 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 bold print. You read the fine or the responses from Eve. Alrighty, you're let's see, you're selling perfume. You must be thrilled. Yes, it's very exciting. This is the first fragrance I've endorsed. I've been careful what I put my name to. This was a great opportunity. Let me ask you, Stephanie, if you were a public figure, what would you what would you endorse? What kind of product do you think you would endorse? I don't know. Hershey's chocolate. Hershey's chocolate. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like have that. No one. idea. I don't know what I would do. I, it, it's funny though. I, I wonder if she's turned down some. What? What? Well, products? it sounds like she's. It, she says I've been very careful what I've put my name to. So I mean, that would insinuate that it, she has turned things down. What would you turn down? I don't know. I would definitely turn down herpes medications. Probably. <laughs> Probably. What is the, I, I Any was, diet products I would probably turn down. I was sitting on the couch. You were watching that Beverly Hills 90210, yes. that brand new version. Yeah. And it, they the teacher was dating somebody from a dating service. Mm-hmm. And everybody said, oh, she's that actress. She's the she, herpes she's girl. Really, yeah, she's the herpes girl. Oh, That's man. just wrong. So it's a good thing that Evangeline <laughs> Lilly is not known as the herpes girl. Instead, she's the cool water girl. I, I really like that uh, I, I, you can respect that. Yeah. They have to be careful about what they put their name on. I think so. Or their name too. You know what I mean. Right. Let's move okay. on to the next one. When you see the posters of yourself writhing around on the beach trying to look sexy, what do you think? You just have to cross your fingers and hope for the best while you're shooting it. And I think the results are good. I'm very happy with them. So often in this industry, you do something and think it's going great. But then you see the results and think, what have I done? This is the complete opposite. All righty. When were, let's see here. Oh, were you really a missionary? Technically, I suppose so. But I only went to the Philippines for three weeks to do work for my church. It's become... It's become this story where people think I was doing it for years. It was very short term. I was 18 and went as part of a team. We lived in the jungle and backpacked. It suited me because I love nature. I'm not a girl who needs to put on a whole face of makeup before I leave the house. Cool. So it sounds to me like there was some rumors that were being mm-hmm. spread that Evangelina or Evangelina Evangeline was was maybe a missionary as as right. she was younger. So. All right. Are there any disadvantages to being so closely identified with one television series? Not as far as I'm concerned. I think I've got the best female role on television. There are so many roles on TV that I don't covet. I see them and I'm glad I don't have to play them. There are a lot, uh, There's a lot of variety on, on Lost and the character has many uh, facets to her. I would like to say that, you know... I, I understand what she's saying. Mm-hmm. And obviously she's got a pretty darn good role as far as roles on television goes. She does have a uh, a role that, that shows a strong woman. It's not your stereotypical With woman. With weaknesses. With weaknesses, obviously. She's somebody that a lot of people can relate to. There's, some, there's a lot of facets. So I agree that she has a great role. But as far as the question goes, are there any disadvantages to being so closely identified with one series? I'm going to say... I know that this wasn't to interview me, but I would say that there are going to be some disadvantages for her in her future work. 
And I, I guess maybe people could argue against that and say, well, Cliff, hello. Have you seen my Matthew Fox? He was in uh, Vantage Point and was another movie just recently. He was in Speed Racer. Speed Racer. And so, I mean, what are you talking about? This, my, and, this is only going to lead to bigger and better things. Right. And I guess maybe that's right. That football movie. But there, I don't remember. there are some other things, though, that as far as getting into another television series, I think that it's hard. Be, and for me... I'll give you the perfect example of why I think this. When I watched Grey's Anatomy this week, there was a patient that was brought into the uh, into the hospital. And you and I both said, that's Dixon. Right. All right. Now, in the I think it was part two of the of the season premiere or the series premiere of Lost. Or was it part one when we saw Weiss, the pilot? That was in part one. That was part one. So it was Weiss. And of course, Weiss is the guy who now plays uh, Parkman, Parkman on Heroes. On Heroes. Right. And I still, well, now actually I call him Parkman now, but I, I always but it call- But took three seasons. Three seasons before I quit calling him Weiss. Or into the third season. And those, those names came from Alias. Mm-hmm. And the same is true for the guy who plays Adam Monroe on Heroes. He's I still Sark. call him mm-hmm. Sark. And uh, so, yeah. So I, I think it-, it it will. You'll you'll see her on something else, and she'll be Kate she'll, for a while. I think I can. I think I can pull off. In, in the movie, when I saw Matthew Fox in Vantage Point, I disassociated Matthew Fox from this. Although he wasn't like a main character at all. No, he wasn't. I don't know if I could have pulled it off if he were the main character. Right. I think it's like, well, that's not what that's not how Jack would have done. I, I wonder if I would have. <laughs> right. You know, I, 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 want, I need to see a movie, I guess, where Matthew Fox is the main star of the movie. OK, that's what I'd like to see. And I'd like to see if him being on Lost for four seasons so far would affect that my viewpoint of that mm-hmm. movie. So anyway, interesting question, and I don't think she should cert- certainly I don't think she should regret what she is, what she what rule she has. I'd say there are probably some disadvantages, though. Anyway. Maybe for you, not for her. Well, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. Is there, I'm sorry, is it a, re- is it a relief that the show is ending after the next season? I am so pleased they've done that because it means they keep the artistic integrity of the show intact. I agree. I love that response. Wholeheartedly. Absolutely. The we as fans are so glad that they decided to end the show because we want it to end on a good note. But how much more for Evangeline Lilly and all the actors on the island are on the uh, show on the island? On the island, <laughs> it it would be much more. I mean, you don't want to you want to be known as technically Kate's not on the island right now. This is true. She's heading back. I think though this season we'll find out. It may it may appear that way. But anyway, what I was going to say, though, is that you want to be known as the star of a massively popular cult television show like Lost that was totally awesome rather than being the star of a totally of awesome show television that show. Fizzled out. Exactly. Yeah. And when I think of honestly, when I think of Sydney, um, Jennifer, Gardner. Jennifer Gardner, when I think of her, I do not think of her now as I would have had they ended that show in season four. Right. If because they, now you think of her as the pregnant lady in heels hanging from the crane, holding on to the other woman, completely while, unrealistic. While attached to an electromagnet. Yeah. Yes, 
in midair. I didn't yeah. just I I I remember but Sydney Bristow. The first four seasons were kick butt. They were, were totally fantastic. Yes. They just went too far with and it. And I fell in love with Jennifer Gardner in those four seasons. But when they hit season five, they jumped the shark. They lost their artistic integrity. And now when I think about it, I do not look at Jennifer Gardner as this amazing um, as amazing talent that, right. that I used to see her as. Does that make sense? It does. So I agree with her wholeheartedly. And so I'm glad, not just for us fans, but also glad for for the for the actors on the show and we're going to talk about possible lost movie later in the show tonight oh are we yes we are any plans for what you'd like to do after lost i'd like to explore the film world a little bit more um, but a lot of the scripts i've read have been very disappointing there aren't many places putting out really fantastic films I so agree with her there. Mm -hmm. Uh, When the right things come along, you feel it. If that comes along after Lost, then great. If not, that's cool too. I've had a good run of it. Right. And I think that probably the writer's strike that happened last year is still having a lot of effect on on movies being put out today. So have you seen anything you'd have, uh, have you, let's see, have you seen anything you'd like to have been in so far? Okay. That Irish film? Bear with me because I have to read the end and then scroll back up to the top. Okay? Yes, no problem. <laughs> okay. Um, that Irish film, uh, once, it was fantastic. I love sweet films like that. Anything that helps you look at your world in a more positive way, but isn't too... <laughs> Clichéd. Yes. I like things that feel real. I love when I pause um, and you say the word for me. Yes. You like that? Not really, but I was going to play it off. (laughs) All right. Why do you, let's see, why do so many people in the Lost cast get arrested for drunk driving? (laughs) (laughs) It's a hard life in Hawaii, laughs in parentheses. We're all turning to the bottle. There you go. What are the highs and lows of being a flight attendant? This is something that they mentioned she was in her previous career. Yes, I hated being a flight attendant. I did it for a month and then quit. To me, flying is a constant battle. When I get on a plane, I go into war mode and think I've got to get through this. I didn't like the wear and tear on my body and physique. Being up in those altitudes and working across different time zones really does take it out of you. It's not healthy. I could feel that instantly. All right. And then what was the worst job you've ever had? Alrighty. Or no, was the flight attendant the worst job you ever had? Where's that it, question at? It's right underneath that little blue box there. See it? Okay, so I don't read what's in the blue box? No, because that's a, a quote from, from actually somewhere what else. Well, from right. about what you're getting ready to read now. Oh, okay, I see it. Anyway. <laughs> Um, was that the worst job you've Okay, no. Doing oil changes and grease jobs on big rig trucks in the winter in Canada was harder. I was a mobile grease monkey. I'd drive a one... Let's see. One ton. Is it one ton? Yep. Okay. I drive a one ton truck to parking lots and work on vehicles. It wasn't glamorous. I was 21. The pastor at my church had a company who did it. I... See, I was at university and needed a job, and he offered me one. There you go. So there you go. She was a grease monkey. That's cool. Doing oil changes on one-ton trucks. Can That's you imagine awesome that? because she did what she had to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know? 
You're a multi-talented uh, legend. Thank you. <laughs> That's one of the things in the article. Let's see here. Have your mechanic skills come in handy subsequently? Not really. I haven't done an oil change in a while. And have you At ever? At least she can. Yeah. More no... power to her. Not not many women can change their own oil. There you go. Me being one of them. <laughs> have you ever been attacked by an animal? I was attacked by a jellyfish in Hawaii. It wrapped itself around my thigh and my wrist and I had to run off the beach in my bikini and put ice on the marks where it grabbed me. I was I was over it by the afternoon. There you go. And for more 60-second interviews, you can go to metro.co.uk. So, right. again, we want to say thank you to Rita in the UK for sending that in to us. How awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up in the show notes, we have a story from, uh, gosh, back on June 25th of 2008. Lost won four Saturn Awards. The Saturn Awards ceremony was held last night, which was back on June 24th, I guess. And Lost was dominated the television categories with four wins. The drama won the award for Best Network Series and nearly swept the act, all the acting categories. Evangeline Lilly lost the, lost the Best Actress Award to Ghost Whisperer's Jennifer Love Hewitt, last year's winner. Most of the first-time nominees, such as Pushing Daisies and Journeyman, were all shut out. Terminator, the Sarah Chronicle, Connor, Sarah Connor Chronicles, was the only exception. Uh, Summer, uh, is it Glaw? I don't know. Anyway, tied for Best Supporting Actress. Comedian Jeffrey Ross hosted the event. Hopefully, this is just the beginning of a successful award season for Lost. A complete list of winners in the TV categories follows after the jump. And, of course, there's a link to this in our show notes on the forum where you can see the rest of all that stuff. Now, I don't think that the summer was the Emmys or whatever. I don't think they didn't come away with anything important there, did they? I don't know. I don't remember hearing anything about it. At all. In fact, I, I heard that that was rather disappointing. But yeah, if I any, didn't watch the Emmys. If anybody else knows anything differently, please let me know. This year. Stephanie, I have two audio clips from an interview with J.J. Abrams. Okay. All right. And this comes from the MTV Movies blog. And it was sent in by, oh, I can't remember who sent this in now. But anyway, there's a link to it in our show notes, and you'll see who sent it in. It was posted in the forum, and maybe I'll even look it up while we're playing the first clip. But the first one is J.J. Abrams being asked about the possibility of a movie related to Lost. With the success of a show like Lost, the success of any major show, uh, of course, um, people say, oh, maybe they can make it in, into a movie. Can you categorically say on your watch, as far as you're concerned, no movie ever have lost, or is it something that even intrigues you in the least? Uh, my instinct is because I think that's what they're doing every week. They're making a movie. I mean, it's, it, it looks as big and has, I think, the emotional scope uh, of a film, so I can't imagine that there would be, but you never know. And the one thing that makes you think, well, maybe there could be, is that um, ABC agreed to end the series after six years, which is a gift, because you know you won't have year seven and eight where you're thinking, uh, they should have ended year six. And you know that how to pace yourself so that you know how you know, to end, end the series, that, which is what you know, Damon and Carlton, those guys are doing. Uh, the only reason why I think, well, maybe there would be a movie is by doing that, you know, which is hopefully the right way to go and that's it, you do have that sense of, well, it didn't go on any longer and therefore is there something else that you could do? At, you know, so th- there's, there's a chance, but my, my gut is that it would never happen. Alrighty, so 
<laughs> a lost movie. Will it happen or will it not happen, Stephanie? Well, he said in his gut, probably not. Probably not. However, Which, they're not ruling it out categorically. Yeah, But I agree with him because each week is like a movie. It is. It, it is that intense. It is that well put together. Well, minus the first six episodes of season three. But well, No, 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 no. Minus three of the first six episodes of season three. Three? I thought it was four. No, it was three. Anyway. I think you and I disagreed on one of them. I think so. Okay. Whatever. Moving right along. Minus a couple of episodes here and there. How's that? Yes. Um, each week plays like a movie. So I agree with that. I agree right. with him saying that. I did go in and check. It was Daniel Cushman, a okay. GSPN.TV Plus member who posted that in our forum over at GSPN.TV slash forum, by the way. And there is a... You know what I think of every time I hear him? What? His name, Cushman. What? Is um, there was a character on Jerry Maguire. Really? <laughs> his last name was Cushman and... and uh, Tom Cruise's character, Jerry Maguire, called him Cush all the time. And so that, that's what I think of every time I hear his name. The Cush man. Yes, absolutely. Daniel, you got a new nickname. All right. So anyway, Daniel put together, he was the one who posted that. And he started a conversation in the forum. And he actually started a poll even. So you can answer the poll and there'll be a link to it in the show notes. So basically he says, do you want a lost movie? And it started off being the answers were yes or no. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was I think I was the only person who answered yes. And everybody answered no. Uh, Everybody else answered no. And then we got to having some conversation and we talked about, well, it depends. And so he and finally he canceled out that poll and he redid the poll. And it's do you want a lost movie? Yes. No matter what the story is. Yes. Only if it tells additional stories and no. If they're going to make or, or no, no matter what the story is and no, if they're going to make it the finale. OK, so basically, if it's going to be the finale. No, no, we need all the information well, that, that they plan be, to give us. Absolutely. And that would be wrong of them. Um, with ABC, that, that just. Yeah, that one. I don't think that that would be right. That would that would anger everyone. Yeah, there's no question. Absolutely. about Nobody that. would go see the movie. <laughs> because they'd be know. too ticked off. Stephanie, are you? Do you okay, really? I wouldn't go see the movie. I'd wait and and rent it or something. I'd, you think so? Yeah. I think intentionally. I don't believe it. If it was the finale, yeah, I would. I, I don't believe it because you know what? Charlie's gone, and so where are we? Doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> Which is the whole reason I started watching this show. But what if Charlie was the main character in the movie? Charlie is Jacob. Whatever. That's why he had to no, die. I can't say that. I don't know. <laughs> I know. But seriously, it, I, I, I think, I it would, don't think it we would. would be all angry. We would. And and I don't. And I, when you've got a television show that's that successful and is this much has, has this much of a cult following, then you really don't want to tick that many people off. Right. My, what I had written in the forum is if they came around and said, hey, it'd be great to have, you know, we have we told everything in the movie or in the show or in the show that we were going to tell. But we have these additional stories that we came up with that would be great addition. I mean, it, it doesn't really change anything. We gave you the answer to everything. But, man, this would be a great story to tell and a movie would be a great way to do it. And so, mm-hmm. I, you know, anyway, let me just tell you where the where it stands so far. Thirty three percent said yes. No matter what the story is, uh, I'll take a movie because I'm probably in that category. I'll take a movie. <laughs> just give me a lost anything lost. I like it. Just give it to me. Okay. That's thirty three percent. Fifty five point six percent said 
It says only if it tells additional stories, which I would prefer that. But I'll t- like I said, I'll take anything. And then eleven um, percent says no matter what the story is, I don't want another. I don't want a movie about Lost. So there you go. Okay. Anyway, yeah. All right. So if you want to vote for that, you can go to the forum on the show notes and it'll link back to this section of our right. GS, our lost. You had forum. another clip. I do. Oh yes, thank you. We have a clip. This one comes where he's actually asking. Yeah, he's actually asking about fringe. Right. But they end up talking about loss. So okay. have a listen. Congratulations on a full season pickup. Thank you, sir. How does a uh, what's the what does this afford you the opportunity to do? What is the what more fringe do we get to explore now that we've got the back nine, so to speak? Uh, at up? least nine additional episodes. That's the first thing. Uh, secondly. It's uh, it's just honestly it's just a you know you you, you proceed as if that's what's going to happen because you can't go well we're going to go up to thirteen and then oh my god we have nine so you're you're sort of on that track anyway and then it's just it's a wonderful um, sort of affirmation and sort of shot in the arm for uh, for the whole cast and crew. Here's what I'm curious about is like do you get kind of when you have shows that enter kind of the cultural conversation in the way that that Lost did and mm-hmm. uh, other works of yours have, do you get addicted to that in a way? Do you, is it, is the bar do higher Do I than? personally get addicted? Yeah, I mean, does is the bar get higher than for each project? Does it have to be like part of the zeitgeist? Not just a, a show that is renewed. Does it have to be no, I mean, I change think the world? <laughs> uh, I, I think that, uh, well, the way Lost changed the world, I think that, no, I mean, <laughs> it's a preposterous question. I think that the, uh, you know, Ask me a better question. No, I think, I think that the, the world. No, no, that I think that the uh, ask me a question for Clint Eastwood. Come on, <laughs> one question for Clint Eastwood. Tell me about Mystic River. Do we, Mystic River? No, I th- I th- the thing about about the uh, you know the like with Lost, um, it, it, I think the the most important thing is not to look at it like that, not to think of it as something that is anything more than what it is, which is you're trying to do something entertaining and um, a happy byproduct of something that uh, that works is that it becomes part of discussions and you sort of start to see it referenced in newspaper articles and in weird ways and 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 that's that's great fun it's not an addiction but it's a it's a wonderful thing when that happens but the key is to just keep working and doing what you can not to try and make people you know talk about your show or something like that. what do you think about that Steph that clip I don't know well I I like the fact that he's not he doesn't buy into the pressure that this has to become the same level of fanatical following, cult following, right. as as Lost or anything else he's done. Okay. That that for him, he 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 understands his purpose in life, his place in life, and then it's to just downright put out entertaining content, mm-hmm. and that's cool because that's really what I we've basically come to understand here is that our job. And our responsibility and what we're called to do is is to put out, edu- you know, entertaining, educational, inspirational and encouraging content. And and I love that no matter what we do, as long as we're doing that, that's what's important. And I remember back in the early days of podcasting, it's like, oh, my gosh, I, I really hope we can become popular. And I, I hope that everybody's talking about us. And and it's not like that at all anymore. It's 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 I and it's not about how many more people can we get to listen to our show and show those download numbers and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it's it's about the community now. And it's about interacting and building relationships with the people who do listen and right. and putting content that's worthwhile and uplifting that that helps change and, and brings us all into a more balanced life approach at life and, and stuff. I just, I just really love it. And so I, I'm glad to hear that J.J. Abrams is doing the same thing. And and I, 
with that, I believe that Fringe is going to be a better television show if he's not trying to reproduce the Lost effect. Right. Because Lost did change the world. It did. Well, Lost is one of those rare shows that comes around, you know, once in a lifetime. You know, they're they're not shows like that that, that have that that impact are very few and far between. Right. You know, and so I just I do like him saying that that you know it's not about matching or doing better than what I've created in the past. It's about that creating it, something about, new, exactly, and being entertaining. Absolutely, I love it. Yeah, Andrew Smart man. Andrew Little, our good doctor friend in the UK, he sent in a email that just made me green with envy. Stephanie, mm-hmm. he wrote in and says, "Hey." Just bought Lost Season 4 DVD set here in the UK. And I'm about ready to sit down and watch the bonus features. Ah, I'm so upset. Why is it that an American television show (laughs) DVD season set comes out somewhere else outside of America first? I don't know. That makes no sense at all. And and you know what? I shouldn't be too angry. We do get all the TV episodes first. Exactly. But still, what's what's up with that? I don't know. Anyway, Andrew, thank you for letting us know. And here are some of the bonus features that are as far as the titles. Mm -hmm. Stephanie, you want to read down the list there? Sure. Lost... In 815. Which we've already seen we've on the seen net. That. Uh-huh. The Right to Bear Arms. The Freighter Folk. The Island Backlot, Lost in Hawaii. The Oceanic Six, A Conspiracy of Lies. I like that. I like that um, one too. That sounds interesting. Offshore Shoot. It comes out, Um. anyway. Offshore Shoot would be the London one where they did the Widmore scene. Okay. Soundtrack. I'm assuming. Soundtrack of Survival, Composing for Character, Conflict, and The Crash, Lost on Location, Course of the Future, The Definitive Flash Forwards, Lost Bloopers, Deleted Scenes, and Audio Commentaries. Very nifty. I'm going to pull out my DVD set from Season 3 and go through some uh, audio commentaries. Okay. And, and rewatch some episodes, and maybe that's what I'll bring for some future content uh, for the Weekly Lost Podcast. Okay. So, anyway. Should hopefully fill a small part of the remaining months before um, Season 5 starts in the new year. It See, it is also out on Blu-ray, but unfortunately, I don't have a Blu-ray player. Has the DVD been released in the U.S. yet? Right. And then Faith in the forum, of course. Absolutely not. She says, I'm so jealous. It's not coming out until December 9th in the United States. Well, at least the Blu-ray isn't. I don't know about the regular DVD set. And then Chris K, also in our forum, writes that Mm -hmm. Blu-ray and regular DVD both come out the same day. Gee, which one will I be getting? Laughing out loud. (laughs) I don't know what he means by that, but I know we'll be getting the low definition, which is, which is, trust me, DVDs, they look great anyway. Yeah. They do. And we don't have a high def TV yet, so yet, but Christmas is coming. <laughs> you think we might get one for Christmas? I don't know. I think we I think it'd be worth a try to ask. I don't know. We'll see. Last year we were able to buy a new laptop. Mm-hmm. You know? We, we told true. everybody what we were saving our money for. And yeah. so they gave us they gave us money and we were able to save enough to, to buy a laptop. Very cool. Yeah. I'd say a great Christmas present would be to get to five hundred. 
plus members. That, that would, would be, be awesome. Great, yeah. All right, Q's and Linda Loft. But talk. I don't think our I don't think our parents can help us get to that. <laughs> that, that would be cool if they could. <laughs> yeah. All right, Q's and Linda Loft on the strike. Actually, this is uh, from a story titled uh, that you know Lost producers speak about season five. Okay. Which honestly, I've got the I've got the link to the full article in our forum, and it's all posted there. It's not a lot of talk about season five, honestly. However, I did pull out just a couple quotes that are very much spoiler free. Okay. And it's where they talked about the the uh, the strike. So why don't you go ahead and read what uh, Carlton Cuse had to say about the strike first? OK, Cuse, however, said he felt that with the strike, one of the one of the greatest things was having 100 days where we weren't thinking about lost. We came back after 100 days sort of rested and energized. So I think for us doing the last six hours of the show was very exciting because we hadn't used every idea we had and we weren't fatigued. Right. And then Damon Lindelof also commented. Lindelof also said the strike was oddly helpful because usually we wouldn't have had audience feedback on the episodes that already aired. We actually got some feedback from critics from our wives. Uh, Lindelof added that meant that if something wasn't quite working, we were allowed to course correct. He pointed out that in season five, we won't have the luxury of that. We'll be doing, we'll be doing writing the season by February and the show will have premiered shortly before, which quite frankly scares the crap out of us. There we go. Only he didn't say crap, but uh, for for our fans and friends and everybody else, we we uh, of course censored that comment. All right. And then, of course, uh, last up in the new lost in the news items, I just want to say that our good friend and GSPN.TV plus member Evan Ag and his cousin Anton recently launched a brand new Lost podcast called the Lost Mystery Podcast. You can find it at lostmysterypodcast.com. And it's really cool because Evan, of course, has been a he's been a listener of ours almost from the very beginning of the Weekly Lost Podcast. Scary. He's been a plus member ever <laughs> since there's been plus membership. Right. Okay. And so he has been a part of our community forever. And what's neat is he knows everything that pretty much we've talked about Lost. And his cousin Anton just started watching Lost from the very beginning. And the two of them really? are doing podcasts okay. starting with episode one cool. of Lost and yeah. are going through. And the thing is, is I've listened to two of their episodes and they, they're doing a really good job of, of doing something that we tried to do the season review of one and two that I we could not do the whole, you know, not sharing spoilers thing. Right. But the thing is, is you and I had both seen it. Right. And what's really cool here is, is his cousin Anton is saying things and it's like, how can I, I'm sitting there and it's like Evan does a really good job of, of, not, of not spoiling it for yeah, him. That's and cool. it's so funny to hear the two of them talk. And so they're doing a great job. Evan uh, and Anton, keep up the great work over there. And if you guys have somebody who has just decided to start watching Lost, it's a great resource. Very and cool. again, that's over at lostmysterypodcast.com. So, Stephanie, we have some listener feedback here. Yes, we do. Yes. Colonel Locke, is this line secure? Line secure. Go ahead. Hey, Cliff, Stephanie, Toy. This is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California. Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback. Target area is acquired. We are a go. Roger that. 
Alrighty, we do have a voicemail from Corel, but before we do that, I want to read some other lost feedback that we've received recently. The first one comes from Chris K, and it is feedback from our last episode, number 173, that we recorded and released last week, Steph. Will you go ahead and read that one? Sure. Very enjoyable show this week. Thank you, Cliff, for playing the audio of the Dharma videos. It was nice to be able to hear them. And I love the theory with one group traveling forward in time and the others, the other traveling backwards. That will be totally mind blowing if it is the case. You guys did say one thing that I disagree with, that Ben is going after Penny. Unless I am forgetting something from the finale that changed this, all Ben told Widmore was that he was going to kill Widmore's daughter. We do know that Penny we do know that Penny definitely is Widmore's daughter, but we don't know if she is his only daughter. My theory is that Charlotte is also Widmore's daughter, and she is the one she is the one Ben will go after. It's an interesting theory. Which reminds me of another disagreement I have with you guys. Oh no. <laughs> Whatever. I still very much <laughs> dislike Charlotte. But seeing as how it seems that I am one of the few people who liked Anna Lucia, you take that for what it's worth. Uh, I think Ryan and Jen from the transmission like her too, so I'll count myself in good company there. All righty. So that, you know, that, that, whatever. People can disagree with us. Sure. Obviously, I disagree with people um, on occasion. On occasion. But... That, uh, that is an interesting theory, um, but the only reason that we said that Ben was going after Penny is because she's the only daughter that we've been, that right. we've been shown. Exactly, so which would our, be a good story tor- turner, though. It would be a very good story turner. Um, what was that? I was going to say that, you know, we made an assumption based on information already given where he's kind of making an assumption on... Um, on a theory. Right. So either one will be really cool to see the story play out. Yes, absolutely. But as I just learned on heroes, be careful of your theories and your assumptions because the writers don't care what you think. <laughs> but it's still, you still had fun having your theory though, I did. right? Even I did. Though and I'm not going to take, yeah, I'm not going to take that away from, from Chris. That's right. Um, because it is an interesting theory. Absolutely. And I don't remember saying that I disliked Charlotte. Did I say that? I don't think so. Because I, I thought know. you liked her. I do like her. So where do you get that? I don't know. Me neither. Anyway, but maybe last week we didn't like her. Maybe not. <laughs> we 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 could have been in a bad mood. You know what? My my lost podcasting is so week to week. I don't remember what I said last. So I don't even. I remember that we did a podcast last week, but I'm pretty sure that it hasn't been a full week yet because I feel like I just did it yesterday. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, Chris K, thank you for the conversation starter there in the forum, and also thank you for being a plus member. We noticed that you've got the plus member badge in the forum, which is awesome. And Anne, uh, she Anne Trader in our forum, she actually responded, and she says uh, regarding his theory that um, that Charlotte is also Widmore's daughter. Anne says, would that mean that Penny was also raised on the island, as was Charlotte? Chris, I agree with you. I don't like Charlotte either. So basically, I think what we said we like Charlotte, I think he says he doesn't like Charlotte. And I think he said in the last email that Ryan and Jen. Okay, he still very much dislike Charlotte. Okay. I think you. I guess I I read his. I think we got confused when I read it right, but I misunderstood well, what he was saying. Well, no, I think you, here's where you got it. It says, I like, I think Ryan and Jen from the transmission transmission like her too. So I'll count myself in good company there. And I think he should have said, don't like her too. 
Yeah, I, for it doesn't matter. Let's just it move really forward. doesn't matter. <laughs> Lost Stuff confuses me, and look, even the even the information that you guys send in about Lost confuses me. Oh goodness! But here we are. I, you know, I'm I'm not turning back now. I, I'm too invested in Lost to turn back now. Absolutely. All right. So um, anyway, Faith wrote and said, Stephanie, I'm finding it. Hold on. It's right underneath Val or Anne. I had moved up back up to Chris's. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Back off. So sorry. (laughs) I do like the theory of Ben going after Charlotte because that just seems like it would make for good television. But I do recall Ben actually asking Widmore if his daughter's name was Penelope. I could be imagining this, though. I haven't rewatched the episode in a few months. While I was reading Faith's, while I was just reading Faith's message, I just thought of something. Yes, go ahead. Okay. If Charlotte is on the island and Ben is not, how can he go after her? Because he's not allowed to go back to the island because he moved it. Right. Maybe that's why he wants to go back to. No, I'm just kidding. I, I totally agree. I think I think it's Penny, but I think I still think it's a good. Oh, I think it's a good back. theory that that Chris has. It is, and and Faith says that she kind of recalls him, him saying, "You know, is I'm going to go after Penel- your right. your daughter. Her name's P- Penelope, Penelope, right? right? Yeah. Anyway, the and then Penelope Bucko. All right, and then <laughs> I watched, it's from one of those uh, Barbie Rapunzel movies oh, that gosh. Ken has been watching that. The dragon's name is is Penelope. Penelope, and she tells him, "My name's Penelope, Bucko." Well, Amanda from Michigan wrote in the forum in response to this: "says Ben could have done that for dramatic effect if he knew a whole lot about her." Uh, I yeah, it's pushing it, I think. But Chris K finally came back and says, "And I or said, and I never thought." The idea of Penny being born on the island, too. Uh, but if they are both Windmore's daughters, they don't necessarily have to have been born in the same place. They could be like Jack and Claire, not even be aware of each other's existence. And then he said to Faith, I, like I said, it may have been uh, said. Uh, let's see. He may have said Penny by name, but I only saw the episode once or I can't recall either. So it's, it's I, I still think it would have been an, it would be a neat twist and turn. But I do believe they said Penny. I, I, it, when, okay. when I remember seeing the Widmore scene that was shot in London, which is that, you know, mm-hmm. filming offshore, I, I distinctly recall that he's going after, in my mind, it was clear as day. There was no question he was going over after Desmond's woman. That, that's what I right. recall remembering. And so I, I really do, but it's still very interesting. All right, some more feedback. This one came in from uh, Dr. Bruder. And Stephanie, will you read the email that he sent in? This summer, I built a cardboard boat that was made of 100% cardboard for a cardboard broke boat. Boat. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's right. Regatta. Uh, I, of course, had to make it lost related. My boat was called Black Rock. It is 15 feet long, black, two-person kayak styled boat it took about a month to build mostly on the weekends there are probably 40 total hours of construction time put into black rock the time was well worth it by far my boat was the sleekest looking of all the boats on race day if you look at the times for the race i was only two seconds off the lead time my time was one hour, ten minutes. While one, one minute, ten minutes, or one minute, ten seconds. Oh, sorry. Or maybe it's one hour, but I, I can't know. imagine an hour in a cardboard boat. Me neither. So I think it's okay. one minute. And while the winner was one eight, 
108. Who would have guessed that winning time would be 108? Now, we put pictures of what he emailed us into um, the forum, and this thing's amazing. It is. He's not kidding when he says it's a 100% all cardboard box boat. And you know what? That does look like something that would float. And obviously it did for at least a minute and 10 seconds. And and then, of course, he also sent in the roster showing the actual winners. And what? I scrolled down too far. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) the Black Rock is there for Matt Bruder in second place. Yeah, you're right. It's because the way that it's typed in the email is different than the way it's posted on the Mm -hmm. on this um, results. It is one minute. 10 seconds. Gotcha. So anyway, um, it, it's very cool. And the winning time, 108. How mm-hmm. awesome is that? Very fitting. All right. Next up, we have a voicemail from Carell. She actually recently did a co-hosting with me on Help I Got a Mac, filled in for for uh, Chris, Chris for us. Anyway, here is Carell's message. Hi, Cliff. This is Carell calling out of Tucson, Arizona. I'm calling for the... Actually, I need to see if I can get a favor from you or some of your listeners because I don't have a DVR and I don't have any digital high-def way of blowing up shots and really examining them. What I'm trying to figure out is, is Jeremy Bentham really John Locke? Because if you look at the body in the coffin... It looks to me like he does not have the scar over his right eye that John Locke received in the plane crash of Flight 815. So if anybody out there can get a closer look or a screen cap and be able to say one way or the other, does he have that scar? Did the mortician just try and cover it up with a lot of makeup or is it not there? I just want to know. Prying minds want to know. I want to know. Anyway, Cliff, thanks for everything that you do. You have an awesome show. And um, if you get any answers on that, let me know. Thanks a lot. Bye. All right, Carell, thank you so much for your feedback. And we have some answers for you. And uh, let's start off by reading from uh, Lostpedia. Okay. And this was found under the pro. I did a search on Lostpedia for Jeremy Jeremy Bentham. Okay. And it forwarded me forwarded me directly to John Locke. Okay. So there is no entry in Lostpedia Lostpedia dot com for Jeremy Bentham. It takes you to John Locke. And will you read the part that I highlighted, Steph? The part that you. Oh, okay. It's in the part that you quoted out. Yeah, okay. exactly. Is that? Indeterminate? Yes. Is that right? Okay. At an indeterminate point in the future, using the pseudonym Jeremy Bentham, Locke has made contact with each member of the Oceanic Six in an attempt to bring them back to the island. Failing in this goal, Locke has died in the future under unknown circumstances, with suicide being ruled as the official cause of death. There we go. And so even Lostpedia is quite certain. And and trust me, if they're not certain of something, Lostpedia people, they absolutely keep their facts straight and together. And so uh, they're they're quite certain that Jeremy Bentham and Locke are the same person. Right. 
As far as your question about screen captures, though, uh, we did go and get that. And I tell you, there's a great place you can go anytime you want screen, screen captures. All you have to do is go to your website or go to your web browser <laughs> and type in gallery.lost-media.com. So it's gallery.lost-media.com. Dot com And well, I'll tell you what, there's a link to it in today's show notes, as well as a uh, embedded picture, very high resolution, very big picture. Very creepy. Of Jeremy Bentham slash John Locke laying in the coffin, very creepy looking, and his scar is definitely there. In fact, it, it, it yeah, you'll see it. I think that the story, the, the scene between Jack and Ben in the funeral home was enough to say that it was in fact Locke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, you all have to go back, including him. You yes. Know? I, I think that it was. But still, I, I can, you know, clear. hey, Carell, I we completely understand. Oh, you, no, absolutely. She, she wanted to know. She mm-hmm. didn't know. And she asked the people who she thought might know. And so we helped her out. So very cool. Thank you very for your feedback. Cool. We love hearing from you guys. And if absolutely. anybody wants to call in, you just call us at area code 859 795 4067. Again, the phone number is 859-795-4067. All right. And of course, all of the stuff, most of the stuff that we did for listener feedback this week was found. We actually got it all from the community forum. And if you guys haven't been at the gspn.tv slash forum, you want to go there and check it out. We have recently, Stephanie and I have made this concerted effort to really focus on the community in the forum. And we have probably a couple hundred people every single day reading and posting there. We encourage you and invite you to join the community. And it's one of the main ways you can do it by reading and interacting, not with just us, which we will be there, but with each other, with other lost listeners. And and not only that, but we have lots of other shows we podcast about and, and lots of other topics. And check it out, gspn.tv slash forum. Also have a couple other housekeeping items. One is that uh, this podcast, Weekly Lost Podcast, and five other of uh, the gspn.tv shows that we produce, five total of six podcasts were nominated for the 2008 People's Choice Podcast Awards. And we, this podcast, the Weekly Lost Podcast, has been nominated for the Best Entertainment Podcast. Now, what's amazing is that we're actually running up against Jay and Jack's Lost Podcast yes, we over are. there. So, uh, you know, we, we don't, we, you know what, just vote for whoever. But, but if you do go and vote, we encourage you to first stop by gspn.tv and at least look at the other categories, the other five categories and the five shows that we produce. And, and please vote there. You get one vote every day for 15 days all the way through November 6th. So if you've just heard about this for the very first time, then you have every single day between now and November 6th to vote for our shows. We would be honored if you would vote for us. It would be totally awesome if we could pull away with, you know, one or two awards. That would be awesome. So thank you for that. And if you want to be on our mailing list so you can hear about things going on in the community and and all these other things, we're doing a monthly newsletter and you want to be on the mailing list. And to do that, just just send an email to feedback at gspn.tv and say, add me to the mailing list and I'll get you on there. And if you want a a daily reminder to... um, Get if you want me to remind you every day to vote. Via, to vote, 
Exactly. I'll send you an email each day. I have a separate list so for that, but just let me an, know. Send, send an email to feedback at gspn.tv and um, put in the subject line, add me to the daily vote reminder. Exactly. And then one last thing in the in the housekeeping, and then we'll go to Lost Way Bonnie. And that is, where is episode number 173 from last week? It's not lost. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, yeah, I get it. Good one. It, it, ah, I like that. Good one. <laughs> What I like best is that you didn't get it at first. I know. And then I said, good one. Oh, gosh. We need to wrap this thing up. Anyway. <laughs> You're the one dragging it out. I know. Anyway, so you can do like this really cool thing. Episode 173 is plus member only. And you can go to gspn.tv slash plus and find out about becoming a charter member in 2008 and getting half off for the first three months. Jeez, you're awesome. I know. <laughs> and now we're going to go to what's coming up on Lost. This isn't what was supposed to happen. What's going to happen? You don't want to know what was supposed to happen. I know. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You know what? I'm not going to find out. Don't you want to know? Hello, Lost fans. This is Lost Away Bonnie, and I... Uh, went to Comic-Con, so I wanted to um, give you all a little update of kind of what went down there. Um, so first I went to the Heroes panel, which was really fun, and then I was able to move forward a little bit closer to the stage for the Lost panel, and uh, I saw uh, Damon Lindelof and Carlton Coos. Damon Lindelof and Carlton Coos were there, and uh, also... Matthew Fox made a surprise appearance, so that was fun. And they did a, they kind of had a uh, Dharma initiative thing going on. Dharma was sponsoring the event, so Hans von Egan came and spoke to us for a little bit. And um, Carlton and Damon answered quite a few questions. gave us some on season five, so it's a, it's a little bit spoilery, but not bad, and the spoilers came from Dar- uh, Damon and Carlton themselves, so even if you're not really into spoilers, uh, I would say that these are probably okay, just because they came from them, and they're pretty careful about it, so I am going to tell you some stuff. If you don't want to hear the spoilers, please don't listen, but like I said, they're pretty mild. Um, and they just basically answered fan questions. So some of the things we learned are that when the hatch imploded, the island didn't move like it did during the season four finale, so that was something different. Uh, dead is a relative term. Jin and Locke will be seen in some form in season five. And what I was excited to hear is that we will get Rousseau's story, so it won't necessarily come from a flashback or flash forward. So I'm thinking that might mean that it's kind of the island story, uh, not exactly a flashback, but kind of just showing uh, what happened on the island. So not necessarily from Rousseau's point of view, but just kind of everything that went on. The show will still have flashbacks and flash forwards, but it's going to move in a new direction with a new uh, way of doing the narrative. So I'm not quite sure what that means, but that will be exciting to see. The other writers on Lost know most of what Damon and Carlton know of what's coming up for the next two seasons. Damon and Carlton do know a few things that they don't know, but for the most part, 
the writers, unlike the actors, know what's coming up and what's going on. Uh, Vincent is okay and will appear in Season 5 and will most likely make it to the end of the series. And Kate will see Sawyer in Season 5. And when Season 5 starts, we won't really know exactly when and where we are at first, you know, how they, they like to do those sorts of things. And Daniel knew about the secondary protocol from his notebook. His notebook has things in it that haven't happened yet. And the writer said that they, they often write themselves into a corner and kind of throw out what ifs in the writer's room. They always know how, they don't always know how they're going to get characters out of a particular situation uh, for a while, but they do know before they actually start filming those scenes. And uh, somebody asked about Richard Alpert, and they said that aging on the island is a different process than what we are used to and that Richard Alpert is old, David asked Matthew to guess how old he thought Richard Alpert was, and Matthew guessed 125 years, to which David said, wrong. And we will learn more about Richard Alpert in Season 5. So that is some of what I learned at Comic-Con, and it was really fun. If you ever get a chance to go... Uh, you definitely should go, and if you want to see Lost, then you should probably go next year. Um, so that's about all I have for that, and I, yeah, I guess that's it. Stay Lost. All right, Bonnie, thank you so much for... I want to go to Comic-Con next year. Do you? Yeah. I want to go, too. last year. It'll be, you know, gearing up for the last season of Lost. I agree. We should go. We should. Should we? Let's go ahead and plan for let's it. Let's plan for that so we can start saving for it and big lost meetup. GSPN.tv weekly lost community, all that good stuff. Meetup. Absolutely. All right, let's do it. All right. All right. So anyway, um, we want to tell you that there'll be links to the show notes over at weeklylostpodcast.com. But simply go to GSPN.tv/forum. You'll be able to find your way around. We'll talk to you soon and stay lost. Lost. lost.